Big priced winners have been coming thick and fast in the T20 World Cup. Can it continue? Find out on cricket. Only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 164. I'm Ed Hawkins. This is the ultimate betting guide to the T20 World Cup, which means it is the place to come for winners. Count them. Wins at 25s, 11s and 10s in our last episode. Sam Collins. I have to hand it to you guys. It has been impressive stuff so far. Fair to say you'd be mad to miss this show, but the question is, can our panel keep it up as the business end approaches? Um, Paul Krishnamurti of betting.betfair has got so serious, he's even ended his holiday and returned to Britain. Paul, what's going on? I'm back, refreshed, rearing to go. You sound it, Paul. You sound it. And Richard Mann of SportingLife.com, responsible for the 25s and the 11 winners, returns with more in store. Hi, Hi Sam. Hello. Welcome to Are you confident, Richard? I am. I am. I'm, I'm struggling to keep it down to five units, to be honest. That is good to hear, Richard. Right. On the show, Hawkins, what is on the show? Yeah, four games to get through. India versus Bangladesh, Pakistan versus South Africa, Ireland versus New Zealand, Australia versus Afghanistan, team news, pitch reports, strategies, and a deep data dive this week on the tops markets to find pure gold value. That sounds very saucy, Hawkins. Right. Uh, we've also got a treble klaxon and, of course, the best bets. Stay tuned. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 164. I'm Ed Hawkins. This is the ultimate betting guide to the T20 World Cup, which means it is the place to come for winners. Count them. Wins at 25s, 11s and 10s in our last episode. Sam Collins. I have to hand it to you guys. It has been impressive stuff so far. Fair to say you'd be mad to miss this show, but the question is, can our panel keep it up as the business end approaches? Um, Paul Krishnamurti of betting.betfair has got so serious, he's even ended his holiday and returned to Britain. Paul, what's going on? I'm back, refreshed, rearing to go. You sound it, Paul. You sound it. And Richard Mann of SportingLife.com, responsible for the 25s and the 11 winners, returns with more in store. Hi, Hi Sam. Hello. Welcome to Are you confident, Richard? I am. I am. I'm, I'm struggling to keep it down to five units, to be honest. That is good to hear, Richard. Right. On the show, Hawkins, what is on the show? Yeah, four games to get through. India versus Bangladesh, Pakistan versus South Africa, Ireland versus New Zealand, Australia versus Afghanistan. Team news, pitch reports, strategies and a deep data dive this week on the tops markets to find pure gold value. That sounds very saucy, Hawkins. Right. Uh, we've also got a treble klaxon and, of course, the best bets. Stay tuned. We're going to start with an outright. We thought we'd mix it up. Uh, big caveats, of course. England could be as good as out by the time you listen. And yes, I know we said that last week, but we're betting forecasters, not weather forecasters. OK, right. Bet for exchange prices then. All subject to change. India favourites are 3.6. New Zealand, 4.5. South Africa, 4.8. Australia, 5.8. England, 8.2. Pakistan and the rest from 120. 
Richard Mann, the big game since we were last here was India's loss to South Africa. Are they the two best teams in this tournament? Yeah, I think I think they are definitely the two most impressive sides thus far. I would stick with India from here. I know South Africa got the better of them in Perth, but I think that was probably India's worst matchup. Perth against South Africa's bustling, brawny pace attack. Um, but if you look at actually where the latter stages are, are going to be held, and, and I think it's safe to say India will probably get there. Two semi-finals in Sydney, Adelaide, and then a final at the MCG in Melbourne. India played well there to beat Pakistan. I think it, I think things have fallen into place for India, and I thought they just did really well to give South Africa a good game in Perth. Paul oh, Krishnamurti, what have you spotted from the departure lounge? I haven't found a specific angle. Um, I think the betting, the top four in the betting is correct. I think that would be the top four. I mean, you know, just to bang the drum again, I'm happy to be on South Africa. I think they're the best team in it. I've been very, very impressed with them. But they're doing this as well with 10 men, with Temba Bavuma, complete passenger in that side. Their pace options are fantastic. And, you know, I think get them on the MCG, the MCG, they could be pretty devastating. And, you know, they, they, they have to come South Africa. They can't just keep bottling major tournaments. This is a really good side. They've got perfect conditions. So there's no reason why it shouldn't be this year. Um, as for India, I would slightly disagree with Richard. I think I think they'll play New Zealand, and I would be happy to back New Zealand at a price. I think they're bowling so well, and you know, said it so many times over the years, never underestimate New Zealand. Thanks, Paul. Do we have um, consensus here that the Zimbabwe dream is now over? Lost to Bangladesh was tough to take. If the state of our WhatsApp group is anything to go by, um, Richard, Paul, quick views, please. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been a great journey. They've, they've played brilliantly throughout, but I, I think it's over now. Oh. Yeah, it, it's over. Am I allowed a quick moan? Um, Go for it. Very quick one. We, we would have got the treble up last week if it wasn't for Zimbabwe. The two individual players won, Rizwan and um, Arshdeep, but we just need Zimbabwe to win, and they really should have won. They should have got the, not those runs off at the end. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Right, OK, a reminder that every World Cup game world cup game is previewed on betting.betfair with free bets offers terms and conditions apply over 18s only please and do visit begamblerware.org now let's get the games on first up india versus bangladesh is at 8am wednesday uk time adelaide's the venue sky sports is the channel 1.18 india on the betfair exchange bangladesh out at 6.2. Hawkins is beavering around with a pitch report and some teams for us. Yeah, India. Uh, Rahul Rohit, Kohli, Yadav, Hardik, Huda, Karthik, Ashwin, Shami, Arshdeep, Bangladesh, Shanto, Sagar, Shakib, Das, Afif, Yasser Ali, Mossadegh, Taskin, Mustafazir, and Hassan. Adelaide is a new pitch for us. Uh, 11 and last 20, 160 or more in the first innings. And six of those 20 were won by the side batting second. So there's a toss bias. You want to be batting first at Adelaide. Okay. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti, any chance for Bangladesh here? No. No, I think India will win big here. Uh, Rich showed us the way last week in this uh, winning margin market. I think that's the one to play. I'd go for seven wickets or 61 to 70 runs at seven to one. Okay, uh, Richard Mann, Adelaide pitched at. Does the trend hold here? I, I do actually agree with that trend just from a just from a feeling of watching a lot of cricket at Adelaide over the years. But I just think there's such a, a class golf here that it doesn't really matter. I think India. Like Paul says, I think they'll win big. Okay, uh, anything in play, trades, innings, runs, nuggets 
please, uh, Richard Mann, you first, then Paul Krishnamurti. Well, Paul's flagged it up already. The winning margin on Betfair Sportsbook, uh, nine to one for India to win 10 wickets or 90 plus runs. So I think for India bat first, that is well in play. India to win nine wickets or 81 to 90 runs is 14. So I'd be happy to duck those two. I think they could win really big. Other interesting one to look out for as well is Bangladesh top six, four of them are left-handers. So I think Ed's right, Deepak, Huda will play. And I think him with his offspin and particularly Ravi Ashwin will be banging the game here. We know Adelaide takes spin anyway. So look out for those two offspinners against Bangladesh's left-handers. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, first of all, I'd just say I think that India could get 200 here. It's usually a very good batting pitch at Adelaide, so I'll be interested in that. And it's short odds, but surely one to three India to get the most sixes is absolute banker material. Bangladesh are terrible in the sixes department. Okay, okay. Um, Edward Hawkins is a thoughtful soul. And he has the uh, best percentage win rates for you on the tops. Yeah, I'll do that. But I need to apologise for Axar Patel. I dropped him uh, and lined up India with 10 men only. Uh, they'd probably win with 10 men only. Bangladesh absolutely useless. So apologies, Axar Patel. Uh, win rates for you on top uh, top run scorer. Kohli has a win rate of 32%. Sportsbook go 11-4, to 4, which is implied probability of 26 Point seven. You don't have to reckon that Coley is a good enough player in T20 format to back him on the top run scorer. He probably scores runs in entirely the wrong way for the tournament, but that's not what that's not what it, betting is about. He has got a very consistent record win in this market. Yadav is 27% win rate. These are last two years' statistics, by the way, throughout the show. Uh, unfortunately, Sportsbook have woken up. He's 7-2, to two, which is 22.2% implied probability. We've got sixes uh, in the week against South Africa. Would you believe? Well, the gravy train is over. For Bangladesh, Afif, 19.5 win rate, and he's going off at sevens. Arshdeep has a 50% return on top India bowler last two years. Richard Mann, who flicks your switch? Uh, a fee for a bit of a steal? I'm going to stick with Cahill Rahul. I know he's had a poor start to the tournament, but top match batsman at 9-2, I, I, this will be won by an Indian player. And I just think this is a sort of opposition, this is a sort of match where we'll find some form 50 or 60 not out in the second innings or, or a good contribution first time around. So I'm sticking with Cahill Rahul. He's a class act and I think he'll come good. Any other business here? Paul Krishnamurti. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ed's already mentioned them. I think Afif Hussain at seven to one is rock solid value. That's very good indeed, as the stats show. Look, I'm going to say yet have an arse deep thing again, but I can't bring myself to back them having missed the last week in best bets. But they are both pretty solid bets generally. Okay, done. Three more games to get through the treble claxon and the best bets still to come. Without further ado, let's get ready for part two. Pakistan versus South Africa is undeniably a big one. Um, Thursday, 8am from the SCG, live on Sky Sports. South Africa, 1.68. Pakistan, 2.42 on the Betfair Exchange. Hawkins. South Africa, Quinton de Kock. Bavuma, unfortunately. Yep, I know. Say it every week. Rasal, Markram, Miller, Stubbs, Panel, Maharaj, Rabadi, Nokia. And the Gidi back in the team. He was 9-1 to top South Africa bowler to start the tournament. Pakistan, Rizwan Babar, Fakazaman finally in their team. This is probably their best batting lineup. They've done it way too late. Masood, Iftikhar, Shadab, Nawaz, Wasim, Afridi, Ralph, who's been a big disappointment in Nassim Shah. The SCG, first inning scores so 
far and we are going in sort of reverse order so this is earliest first 200 205 179 167 okay um paul surely you're backing pakistan here or maybe not no not at all i've got a down on pakistan at the moment especially after that dismal performance against the netherlands when they needed to win quickly and they didn't even hit a single six chasing 94 it just doesn't strike me as particularly serious about what they're doing and um they're facing an absolutely superb bowling attack so i can see them really struggling here and um going quite cheaply okay uh richard man there's a big price gap is it justified it probably is. I, I think the market's probably spot on as it is now. It's South Africa just look like a steam train at the moment. But I do think Pakistan with this lineup, it, it looks a stronger batting lineup, and it has just been the batting that's been letting them down. The bowling's been fine. Okay. Um, best angles, please. Paul Krishnamurti, then Richard Mann. Out one outstanding obvious bet here. South Africa 10 to 11 most to score the most sixes. So in their last 10 matches, South Africa averaged 8.2 sixes per match. In Pakistan's last 10 matches, they averaged 3.3. So no competition there. Okay, Richard Mann. Well, Paul's kind of poo-pooed me, but I just thought we might be able to squeeze out of both teams to score 170 here at 7-2. to two. I know Pakistan have struggled with the bat, but from what I've seen of Sydney and the numbers back it up, it's been a really good pitch here. It's a good forecast at the time of recording as well for this match. And I, and I think South Africa will be fine. They'll get there. And I just thought Pakistan might have enough to get there. There's still enough quality in there. So I'd probably just about go with that, both teams to score 170. I wouldn't not ask you, Rich, at all. I, I mean, the, I do think the odds are very generous, given the stats at Sydney. I know it hasn't happened because the team back second failed a few times, but the odds do seem too big there. Uncomfortable and mental image there of Richard Mann squeezing out Paul Krishnamurti's poo-pooing, but we all move <laughs> on. Um, best tops angles, Hawkins. Yeah, these are your best win percentages for your tops markets. Aidan Markram got very close to a 13-2 winner in his last game against India. Uh, of course, we were on that for betting.betfair, so we're uh, very sore about it, but he's got a 30% win rate, and we'll get at least 5-1 to one here. Pakistan, Rizwan, is bang on even money on two-year data on this market. Uh, no one's getting close to him in international cricket, the best player in the world, if you're going to be betting top run scorer. We'll probably get, we might get 94 uh, Ralph, these are Pakistan top bowler win rates, sorry, return rates. Ralph, 16%, Afridi, 22%, and Wasim, Mohamed Wasim, 22%. Also, Nagidi, 30% return rate, uh, could be getting 100 to 30 again. He's an out and out wicket taker, but will go for runs. Okay, uh, top statting. Let's go to Paul Krishnamurti for his take on the players. Well, I, so I can see Pakistan going under here and um, struggling against these. This- Excellent South African bowling attack. And the one, the two players stand out to me, I think only one of them will play, is Mohamed Nawaz at 30s and Asif Ali at 35s. I could just see this being won by with 30 runs at the death. Okay, um, Richard Mann. I'm big on Aidan Markham, top South Africa batsman at 4 to 1. Few factors really. One, he played really well against India, good score. Bavuma's out of Nick, terrible. As a result, Quinton de Cox having to go hard up front, that's putting him under pressure. And then Riley Rousseau at number three, the last one before Markram. He's very hit and miss at the moment. He either makes 100 hours a glut of low scores. I just think Markram's solid up fours. 
Um, they'll probably be early wickets anyway against an attack like this, so he's the one for me. This is gold. Thank you, guys. We're helping to bet wisely on this World Cup. And luckily for you, the audience, we are back again on Thursday for a bonus Cricket Only Better edition. But don't be thinking about Thursday entirely just yet because we've still got two games to go in this edition, Ireland versus New Zealand and Australia versus Afghanistan. So anyway, but before all of that, don't even be thinking of those because then there's this, the treble klaxon. And it's over to Hawkins. Yes, Richard Mount, quite right. Aidan Markram is four to one with Betfair Sports to top in this game for South Africa. So he's going to be part of our treble. Then we're going to have Rizwan, we're hoping for nine to four. And then we're going for David Warner, top Australia run scorer in their match against Afghanistan, which is coming up in a bit. He should be around about 11 to four. 10 pounds stake returns about 609 pounds, I think. Boom, as they say. Right. Part three. Ireland versus New Zealand is from Adelaide on Friday, 4am UK time. We're expecting Ireland to be around 5.5 on the exchange. Big caveat with this is that New Zealand are playing England while this pod is in production. So a light touch, please, guys. Hawkins has possible teams. Ireland, Sterling, Balburney, Tucker, Tector, Camphor, Dockrell, Delaney, Adair, Hand, McCarthy and Little New Zealand. I'm picking a controversial one. This is what I think they should pick because I'm sick of Kane Williamson and he might cost them in the end in this tournament. Alan Conway, Phillips, Mitchell, Chapman, Nisham, Santner, Sodi, Southie, Ferguson, Bolt. We've told you about the Adelaide pitch. We think it's runs and it's about first bias. Santner, Sodi and Southie still going. OK, Richard Mann, are you backing the Irish batting first? No, that their batting is, is just just not good enough. Larkin took an impressive against Australia, but the, the rest have really been poor. Okay, um, Paul Krishnamurti, what about you? I don't think so. I mean, if New Zealand beat England, perhaps as they already be through. Um, but I think they're a very professional side. New Zealand they produced a very professional performance to win every match in Ireland when they played, um, and I think they'll do so again. Uh, that's that's no disrespect to Ireland, but I just think they'll be a little bit too short at this level. Okay. Um, other ways to play, please, guys. Richard Mann, you first. Yeah, I'm really interested in the top New Zealand batsman market here. Ordinarily, I'd, I'd be with Devon Conway, but the one thing Ireland have done well at this World Cup is the bowled well up front. That's kind of been their their, their most modus operandi Josh Little up front bowled brilliantly, taken wickets. Mark Adair then bowls the second over. Barry McCarthy, the third, Little Ball, another in the power play, and Adair usually as well. The, the bank on getting early wickets, did it against England, did it against Australia, and it's the guys in the middle order against Ireland who generally thrive. Moen Ali did, was coming good for England, wasn't he, until it was rained off. Finch and Stoinis today in the middle part of the game. So I think that brings Jimmy Neesham into it. He's 12-1 to 1 for New Zealand's game against England, and well, Darrell Mitchell's 10-1. to 1. If, if those two guys are anything like that price for this game, I think you have to look at New Zealand's middle order for a bet. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, as we're saying, Adelaide is good for runs. I think this might be a situation to do the both teams to score it. Um, I suspect we'll get very nice odds about 170. And Ireland are capable of that, especially if Sterling gets off to a good start. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Hawkins on the tops, please. Yeah, a surprising couple of names here for you. Delaney, 
win rate, a uh, return rate. Come on, get it right. 37% uh, last two years for Ireland top bowler. We might get uh, fours, fives with Betfair Sportsbook. Curtis Camper is a bet from sevens on your top Irish run scorer. Phillips, the, the Kiwi, who I've promoted to number three, he has a three-to-one win rate. So mm, there you go. Players to potentially follow then, please, guys. Paul Krishnamurti, then Richard Mann. Well, I, th- I think that there's always scope in the top Ireland batsman market because they bat very deeply. There's always the potential that they'll be bowled out relatively cheaply. And, um, you know, there are... Like Barry McCarthy could bat for certain. He's won this market in recent times. He's come close on other times and lost. And he's 100 to 1 every match. So look at him. Always look at Mark Adair at around the 28, 33 mark. And sometimes you get lucky with George Dockrell when you get double figures about him. He comes in at six and he can certainly bat. Um, another one as well, even Singh is another one. Um, he's generally 33 plus, has batted much higher up the order. Okay. Uh, Richard Mann. Yeah, well, I've mentioned Nisham and Mitchell for New Zealand. Just for Ireland, Larkin Tucker went off 9-2 against Australia. Looked a class apart. I'm not sure they'll be 9-2 this time, but if there is, I'd go with him. He, he looks a really good player. Thank you very much, Richard Mann. Another tick, one game left. But for the best bits, it's the best bets. Australia versus Afghanistan. Also on Friday uh, from the Adelaide Oval, live on Sky Sports, set your clocks for 8am in the morning UK time. Again, the Afghans are in action as this pod goes into production. So another light touch on the betting. Hawkins, do your yeah, worst. I'm actually going to go with a heavy touch and, and move Australia's order around because they may need to win this big or quickly. So the best way to do that is to open with uh, Warner and one of Stoinis or Maxwell. Then Mitchell Marsh and Finch, pushing him down so he can't do any damage. David Wade, Cummins, Stark, Zamba, Hazelwood, Afghanistan, Gabaz, Zazai, Ibrahim, Ghani, Najibullah, Nabi, Omazai, Rashid, Mujib, Farid and Faruqi. And for the third time at Adelaide, runs bat first. OK, um, thank you very much. Quick game's a good game. Afghans are expected to be eights or nines on the exchange. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, any chance on them here? I can't see it. Um, Australia are in must-win mode, and I think Afghanistan will struggle against their bowlers. So this is another game to look at the winning margin, I think. Okay, Richard Mann, give us something, anything. It's, well, it's quite hard to make a judgment on Afghanistan because they've been rained off most of the time. But when they played England at Perth, and I know it was a quick pitch, it was England's pace and, and the bounce that it did for them. So I think guys like Cummins and Stark would well a good bounce. So they, they, they'd be the ones for the man of the match market. They could blow them away here. OK, thank you very much. Question for Hawkins. How often does Rashid return on top bowler? Well, great, good question. Uh, Rashid Khan's on his home ground here for Adelaide Strikers. In the last two years, he wins an incredible 14% of the time, which means that the 23-10 to 10 with Betfair Sportsbook is one of the worst value bets you can get. Not saying he's a bad bowler, but um, uh, he's a very good bowler. But I think teams try to play him out so they don't take any risks. Faruqi, who is to 7-2 with Betfair Sportsbook, has a return rate of 35%. Uh, Naji Bullet, anything from fives for him for top Afghanistan bat is a win rate bet. And David Warner had a 50% win rate before this tournament started. He was up there with Mohamed Rizwan. He's got no wins in three. Is this the time? Well, I say so because I've just put him in the treble. Okay. Um, Richard Mann, you've got previous with David Warner. Uh, Are you 
looking at him or are you looking elsewhere? Uh, no, I think Waller's the one who he's done nothing wrong in this tournament, you know. Really unlucky lucky when Sally brought him chopped on. And then against Ireland today, just perfectly picked out short, fine leg. And the big thing here is that I've never felt Rashid Khan's as good a bowler to left-handers. So if there's someone to take him down, it could be Warner. Um, no, I'd go with him now. The price is easy now. To Paul Krishnamurti. I'm, I'm more interested in the Afghanistan players here. Uh, absolutely agree about Najib Bullazadra, and I think it's good value. I, I think that their top order could get skilled here and Lee will be doing the rescue job. Um, and given that potential for a low total, I'd look at... Asmatullah Omar Zayah comes in at seven and Rashid Khan for top bat. I think if you can get 20, 25 to one plus on them, that could that could be interesting. Okay, that's it, I think. All done. Now we roll up for the moneymakers because it is best bets time. Right, best bets time. We have scores, we have doors, and as always, we have the lovely Edward Hawkins. Ta. Uh, five units to spend. We're on great nick here on Cricket Only Better. Massive winners last week. Can the guys keep it up? No pressure. It's Richard Mann to go first. Right, I'll kick off. Uh, 1.5 units. Ada Markham, top South Africa batsman versus Pakistan at 4 to 1. I'll have a three point double. South Africa to score the most sixes at 10 to 11 against Pakistan. And India to score the most sixes against Bangladesh at one to three. Yeah, that double pace six to four. In the India Bangladesh match, I'm going to duck 0.75 units each on the winning margin. India to win by 10 wickets or 90 runs or more at nine to one. And India to win by nine wickets or 81 to 90 runs at 14 to one. 0.75 units each. Total stake 1.5 units. I'll have one point on Afi Hossein, top Bangladesh batsman against India at 7-1. to one. And in the New Zealand versus Ireland match, I'm going to have half a unit each on Jimmy Neesham and Daryl Mitchell, top New Zealand batsman. I'll have my final point on Najib Bullazadran, be top Afghanistan batsman against Australia. And my final point, I'll split stake half a point each on Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins to be a man of the match against Afghanistan. All done then on Cricket Only Better, episode 164. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair. Every single game is previewed there. And also, don't forget, we're back in your ears from Friday. Another cob coming up as the T20 World Cup continues. <laughs>